welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is October 25th, 2020, and this is episode number 100. So we didn't really plan anything special. So I just want everyone out there to like imagine streamers and alcohol. And I don't know, what, are the, what do people do at parties? I don't, I don't party at all. Um, I would say like the, the horns, you blow horns. Okay. And, well, when we celebrated the end of virtual learning, we shot off confetti cannons. That was right, fun. So confetti so, cannons. That's, yeah, if you I close like your it. eyes and, and concentrate real hard, you can picture us doing that. And that basically is all we have planned as the exciting part of episode number 100. So. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, so the um, other voice you're hearing is the co-host of this podcast, my sister, Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you? It's, it's a weird time. Well. Yeah, it's, weird it's time late in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I woke up this morning and I jumped in the shower and then I came downstairs ready to work on the outline and just get ready for our, our normal podcast time. And my son said, don't forget, mommy, you said you would make French toast. So that pushed us back a little bit. Yeah. So you had to listen. Yeah, I did promise some French toast last night. So I had to follow through with my promise. I just made him another deal, though. He wanted a $6 app on his phone. And I don't normally pay money for apps. I said, okay, I'll buy you the $6 app. But you have to promise to clean your bedroom to my standards before bedtime tonight and he even shook on it so we'll see how that bribery. goes i like bribery um oh heck yeah he'll, he'll be able to do it right yeah he's yeah. capable okay I, it kind of sucks that i'm paying him six dollars to clean his room but whatever <laughs> well, i mean it's not a bad deal six bucks isn't that much not a bad deal for him well, right right yeah it's what is it, about an hour of work no i mean it'll take him probably two hours because two hours he'll start playing and it would take me about six minutes yeah you, well you would just shove stuff under the bed that's what no, i would do. that's how that's i could. what he well, does yeah all right well okay so <laughs> anyway speaking of, speaking of numbers um let's start with my stats this week uh book three is up 2848 words those are all brand new words i was very happy about that Woo-hoo. it wasn't copy and paste from uh from the first first draft it was uh brand new words i'm up to 14,323 uh, in terms of mailer light, I'm currently sitting at 829, which is the number I've been sitting at for the last couple of weeks because I have nothing running, no promos, no nothing running to uh, make that number go up or down. Um, and then I'm I'm kind of ashamed. I have no athletic things to tell you about today in terms of bowling or golf because I didn't do any of those things this week. So I guess but the way you have it on the outline, it says no athletic triumphs. And then you mm-hmm. have no golf and no bowling. So I thought maybe there was, that was separate. Like you, there's no golf, no bowling and no athletic triumphs. And I was going to ask you typically, what are your athletic triumphs? I feel like just going outside is uh-huh. considered an like athletic walking tri- down the three I mean, steps of your porch. Right. For example, my garbage this week, my neighbor took my garbage can out to the street and then brought it back in. So I didn't have to do that at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
they so there's a story they were actually throwing stuff away and they needed extra can space so they they texted me and said can i use yours and i said yeah go ahead so they filled it up and when they filled it up they took it out to the street and i was like oh that's fine and then i got up friday morning and i i looked and at some point during the day i looked outside and i was like wait did i bring my can in today i could not remember and i'm pretty <laughs> sure i didn't i'm pretty sure they did when they brought their own in. so yeah it's very kind um so yeah, I have nothing. I have no. I have no golf. I, I'm not bowling. I didn't golf yesterday because of the you didn't weather. Work so. in your simulator at all? No, because it's been so bad up here. I don't mind cold, but it's been so rainy for a mm. bunch of days in a row that I just haven't gone out there. Um, but that that'll soon. Eighty and sunny here. Yeah, yeah. Rain. rain um, and I'll 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 tease the the podcast right now. Rain will not be an issue with my golf simulator in the next couple of weeks going forward. So yeah, so oh. stay tuned for that story. Yeah. Does this have anything to do with your pre? podcast tease it does i don't remember oh, what that okay. was but it does oh yeah my stories yeah yeah yes, your stories yeah mm-hmm. so. yeah well um you know just fyi my neighbor right next door is moving in february so they have a hot tub on their back patio oh wow that's still not there yet financially but one of these days ah I know. Well, my stats are pretty simple this week. Um, book two word count is up to 9980 i'm actually up 110 words finally um yeah, I know. I know. Um, I think that this week will be even better. Um, I have a strategy. I have a plan. I have more time. Um, I have 585 active subscribers. I don't have any new subscribers, but like you, I'm not doing any promos either. So, and I was also thinking that um, prior to the release of book two, I think I'm going to clean out some, some subscribers. I'm going to send out that email and say, click here if you want to continue receiving the newsletter. Those who don't click, I think I'm going to dispose of. Um, I, I would do that, but I'm afraid the 829 I have that would go down to like 15. No, I mean, like I when I set up my, uh, uh, what's it called? What's that? Book funnel, right? Mailer light. Um, see? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I set it up so that it was like Lindsay's list. And then whenever I did the book funnel promo, it was book funnel promo. And then whenever uh, I did the, what other, whatever I set it up. So they would go in another one. What's that other very, one called? Um, story origin. And that's story very origin. smart. I wish I would have done that. So I have 110 in Lindsay's list. So worst case scenario, I go back down to 110. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's that's all the stats I have. As far as news goes, I still only have one sale in October, which really sucks. Um, 891 page reads still. Nothing has changed there. Um, October marketing, I finished Brian Cohen's Amazon ad challenge, and it went really well. Currently, I have 30 active ads. Wow. Um, there have been 7,061 impressions and seven clicks. No sales yet, but I'm only down a dollar three. Um, this is This is pretty average according to what brian cohen says one click per thousand one sale per ten thousand i want to say um and he suggests that you don't you don't change anything like you keep gathering these numbers until you get 100 clicks and then when you get 100 clicks that's when you start analyzing what needs tweaked what needs changed what's working what's not working i only have seven clicks and like he said this is not a sprint it's a marathon keep building about 10 ads per week, which I have it on my schedule to do um, tomorrow. I have tons of keywords. I have keywords I got from you. I have 
keywords that I got from uh, Goodreads, um, just tons of keywords. So I have plenty to work with. Uh, so I'm. How did keep... you get? How did you get keywords from Goodreads? That was a process. Let me see if I have it in my notes real quick. Maybe I'll even look for it um, while you're working on your stuff. Um, well, that was that was my big issue. Was I talked about this last week? I didn't really know how to get more keywords other than like the genres I was in. And then you sent me a list last week, and it kind of gave me some ideas. And I was yeah. just wondering how they were different from Goodreads. Well, Goodreads gives you um, authors. It gives you. Um, book titles. Um, yeah. What did you do to get those? Well, I'm looking real quick at the process here. Um, you go to Goodreads slash list or lists or something like that it's listopia is what it is, but you have to do it on Chrome. Um, it doesn't work on Safari and there's, there's a process. I know I have it, um, somewhere. Uh, like I said, well, you're going through your um, your news. I'll I'll find it and then I can talk about that. Okay. Um, but it it was really easy. It's one of those things where it usually works, but sometimes you have to go um, incognito to make it work. Um, it was easy though, and then it exports everything into an Excel file, and then there's a way to take out the um, like the parentheses and the ellipses and um, dashes and all that thing that that Amazon ads don't like. Um, and he, I mean, just like step by step, if anybody out there hasn't done Brian Cohen's Amazon ad challenge, next time it comes up, I highly recommend it. You know, he did five days and he taught so much, but then he's talking about his ad school, how there's so much more after that. Um, which maybe after my second book comes out, I'll, I'll pay to um, join his, his ad school. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, and I learned so much. Um, so I, yeah, I do recommend that. Um, let's see here. Book two news. There's not a whole lot of news. I did work on book two a little bit this week, mostly on chapters one and two. Here's what I'm finding. The difference between writing book one and book two. Book one, I pretty much knew the whole story. I knew what I wanted to happen. Um, I knew those characters just because they had been in my head for so long. And book two, that I know what I want the story to be, um, but I don't have every scene. Like, I don't know what's going to happen every chapter, every scene. And so I'm finding that I wrote already chapters one through four, and now I'm going back and just really editing them, really nitpicking them and making them nice. I actually sent mom the first page and a half of chapter one and she had three corrections, not three corrections per paragraph, but three corrections in the whole one and a half pages. So I felt pretty good about that. Maybe there were more and she just didn't want to make me feel bad. I don't know, but I was pretty happy that there was only three corrections. Um, so I'm really going back and working on, I think when I wrote what I have so far, I don't know if I was thinking like, this is what I would love to actually happen, but a lot of it is not realistic. So I need to go back and make it more realistic. Um, so that's what I worked on this week. Um, but I'm just kind of like polishing what I already have. And, and as I polish, it seems like the next scene develops, you know, it's not, it's not already in my head, but 
it comes to fruition as I'm polishing. So that's kind of how I'm writing book two. Um, but that's all my news. So you go ahead with yours and I will look for that, um, that uh, Goodreads process. All right, so this is, um, I'm gonna go with October marketing first. And again, same as last, I'm doing really well. Um, so far I'm on pace to have another good month. It's still not as good as September, but I should get close, which, which I'm very happy about. Um, in terms of the Amazon advertising, uh, like we talked about, it's just, it's not going as well for me. But when you talk about Brian Cohen saying the averages are one per 1000 clicks, uh, for a sale, I'm about there right now. I'm a little bit over it, higher than, than that. Um, the 10 clicks I have are on the first three ads I did. I don't have anything on the new ads. Um, and I do have about 12,500 impressions with no sales, no Kindle pages, even read, but I only have six ads. And you talked about doing 10 per week. It seems, seems like so many to put out there. Uh, but again, I'm only, my, mine have been running since, um, September, September 20th for three of them, October 11th for three of them. So, you know, five, six weeks at the most. And, um, now you if know, you're not seeing any progress on those Amazon ads, then Brian Cohen says, um, he calls them sleeping ads. And he says, shorten the duration. So like make them end, you know, Friday and then restart them. Because oh. he said Amazon sees, like Amazon, the way their analytics runs, it sees ads that have shorter time frames. So yours are just sleeping, but you need to wake them up. Okay, so that's interesting. Okay, so maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll set them to to end this week and then do you restart them like a day or two later or do you wait longer? No. So, um, again, I'd have to go back in the notes. I'm not a, a pro with this, um, yet, but it was something about pulling those categories, uh, exporting those categories and then creating completely new ads, but make them a shorter duration, make them, you know, three weeks. Oh, so and I, then never if they're put, doing, I never, and then if they're I, doing well, you can extend them. So I never put end times on these. I just, I just let them run forever. Do you put end Absolutely. times on all yours? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How, how long are, are you putting them out there for? Uh, the ones that, that we did in the Amazon ad challenge, he had us put October 31st. I went ahead and extended them to November 15th because I don't have that 100 clicks to, you know, get the metrics. Um, so, but he also says, don't look at each ad individually. Look at these are the, this is what's happening for this book. Not this ad is doing this, this ad is doing that. Look at the whole book. Um, so yeah, I would end yours and then export your um, uh, keywords or your, yeah, keywords. Yeah. And, um, and then restart them with an okay. end date because it, it seems like Amazon kind of like forgets about them. Okay. So I'll, the, I'll do the three, the, the ones I just started two weeks ago, they, they don't have very many impressions because those keywords were, were a little different than my original ones. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, I have 753 uh, impressions with no clicks on one of them, 497 and 187 with no clicks on the other three. So there's, those haven't gotten very many impressions. Um, so I'll go ahead and, and actually two of them. The other one, the third one, it's 190 impressions with two clicks, which isn't bad. The other two though are pretty big. So I'll end the other two and I'll restart those later today. I'll, I'll redo that. I would put an end run. date on the others though. Oh, really? Because oh, okay. You, yeah, because then you can always extend it too. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'll do that today. Um, 
the Facebook ads are going really well. So last Sunday, last Sunday, before I get into the numbers, last Sunday, um, I had, so I, I have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Jerry E 25. And I really have a bunch of unlisted videos and I really just put stuff up there so that I can show other people things. I don't really have much in the way of public facing videos. Um, and lately I've been uploading my ads that I'm making in Bush book brush. And I've been sending those to you so that you can see them and give me yeah. your opinion, but, but they're all Mark unlisted. So last week I was putting a couple more up there to send to you. And for kicks, I created a playlist and I just put all of them on the playlist that I have like six or seven of them. And then I made them all public. And I thought oh, that'd be kind of fun. If somebody wants to go look at the playlist, they can. Well, YouTube decided they wanted to ban one of them and, and not allow it to be, be up there because according to them, it was either um, anti, it was spam or it was against copyright by uh, copyright of somebody else's, whatever it was. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, what, what words they used and maybe I can find it real quick while we're talking. And uh, so I went in and did an appeal and a couple days later, it was back up and live. Everything was fine. And uh, so then I, but when it was back up, I, I kind of got annoyed with YouTube for doing that. So I just unlisted all of them, except for that one, that, that one, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, because it was under, it was, it was removed. And, and until the appeal was, was found, I couldn't change it. So this morning mm -hmm. I went back in and noticed that I had appealed and they let it go and everything was fine. So I just changed it from public to unlisted and they banned it again. So like every time you make some kind of a change, uh, their, 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 um, their algorithm or their bots, whatever it is that's, that's searching those things will actually go in and, and decide that, that they don't want it up there. And my appeal was basically, Hey, these are my books. I wrote them. I'm putting this up online so that somebody else can view it. These are ads I'm creating myself. And so it's funny because now it's been removed again. I'm looking at it now and the appeal hasn't gone through yet, but so from now on, I'm just going to keep them unlisted and, and not worry about it. But I thought that was kind of funny that, that YouTube mm. banned one of my videos. Um, I'm, I'm guessing this happens all the time now with this stuff. So um, second, let's see. So in terms of the numbers, I do suspect that this is where the, the majority of my sales and pages are coming from. And I'm having really good, especially the last week or so. If I go look at at Kindle, my reports on Kindle, I had um, really good page reads last week on 17, 18, 19. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then this week I had over 700 on Friday. And then yesterday I had almost 500. And today I've got a pretty good amount. It seems like the majority of my page reads throughout the week come on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So keep that in mind. So the one that was 25 per cents per click, it's up to 26. I was going to cancel it but there, and start a new one with the same image, but there was a bit of an issue with Facebook last week when I tried to submit an ad, I was get, I had a bug, there was an error in there somewhere that worked itself out a couple of days later. But in the meantime, I just deleted the image and put a new one up there so that it would seem somewhat new. Mm -hmm. And the one that was doing really well that was at 19 cents is up to 20 as of today. And those are those pictures that I'm using are, there's no text, no nothing, it's literally, just an image I created in book brush that I stuck mm -hmm. up there as an ad. And then I put all the data or all the information about the book around it. Like I put, you know, in the headline section, something, and then I put the, uh, a little description in the description section. So there are, there are a lot of, um, that's the, those ads that I'm putting out there that don't have any text at all, literally just a picture. Those have done the best for me. And in fact, that 25 cents on the second one was my second lowest number of all time until I hit the 19 and the 20 cents. So um, 
So those ads are doing really well. And I'm looking forward to November. Um, what I'm going to do in November is I think I'm going to create one of the ads. Just, just run all month like normal. Um, it's going to be the same kind of thing, no picture. But then I think I'm going to create a second one. And I'm going to pop the budget up a little bit on it and have it just run on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and see if that does anything. I was listening to, oh, who was it? I'm going to say Six Figure Authors, because that's the one I listen to the most every week. And they talked about how, um, I, I can't remember if it was Amazon ads or Facebook ads, but when you see, I think it was Joe Lala who talked about when you, every now and then, if you shut it off, just like what you were telling me with Amazon, I mean, yeah. literally what you were telling me with Amazon, if you shut it off and then turn it back on, it's kind of a kickstart type of thing. So I'm wondering if yeah. running this one ad with a higher budget on the days that seem to do best for me in terms of page reads, where I'm shutting it off on Monday night and turning it back on Friday morning, I wonder what that's going to do. So that's going to be my, that'll be my November experiment. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making money yet with these ads. I'm, I'm making a lot more sales and page reads than I ever used to. And I think it's a combination of these ads along with doing them the right way, along with the fact that I have a second book out because I'm not, I'm not, I have nothing advertised in the second book anywhere, but I'm getting mm -hmm. sales and page reads on it. And I'm guessing it's coming from book one. People are yeah. finishing book one and going on to book two. So um, at some point in the future, I'm probably going to slow down with the Facebook ads. I think as book three gets closer to being finished in this series, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to slow down. And then once book three is available, really pump it up based on all the things I've learned over the last three or four months in terms of the audience. Maybe the days of the week mean something. I don't know. Maybe turning it off and turning it on means something. Again, I don't know that, but I'm hopefully I can learn that uh, this month. So in November. Mm -hmm. So that is the Facebook stuff. Let's see. I did join a book funnel promo and a story origin promo. Book funnel starts on the 27th, which is Tuesday. Story origin starts on uh, Sunday the 1st, and they run, one of them runs, let's see, book funnel runs through the month of November. Story origin actually runs into December and goes until the 15th of the month. Um, each of them have more than 100 books and, you know, 50, 60 authors. I mean, they are big promos. So, you know, it's kind of a, you know, there's going to be a lot of emails going out to newsletters with, with this link in it, but there's also going to be a lot of books out there. So whether or not people download my book, I don't know. Um, but again, just trying it out and see how it goes. I, I kind of, I, I don't know how much those netted me the first time around when I did it in October, but because I'm already a member of book funnel and story origin isn't charging you yet, it's just free advertising. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's great because some of the newsletters like um, Mike, Michael Anderley's um, company, I, I don't, it's like LMP, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but he's got a couple books and I believe this, the book funnel one. So he has, I'm sure, tens of thousands of newsletters. I talked about this last time I was in a promo with him that I'm pretty excited about, you know, that being part of it. So again, it's, it's kind of like free promos. Um, going out to all, all these different authors. I'm, I'm excited about that. So I'm, I'm actually hoping November, I don't know because you kind of fall off a cliff as you, when you release a book, but I'm actually kind of hoping November can be better than October and maybe even better than September, which is my best month so far. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, and what I'm doing here with, with the November marketing, the, the plan for the November marketing is to set myself up so that in December, right around the last two weeks of the year, I can do a lot of really good promos towards book one with uh, probably do a, a Kindle daily deal for 99 cents. Do the same kind of thing I did back in November. I'm sorry, September when I released book one. 
so that uh, I can try to sell a bunch of books during Christmas when people are getting Kindles for Christmas and looking for things to read. Hopefully all these different promos will, will point them towards book one and I can mm -hmm. and get some read through to book two or some sales to book two. So um, let's see, reader links. I haven't really done much with it yet uh, since last Sunday. I don't know if I'm gonna hang on to it. I'm really disappointed that I can't track the, the story origin uh, and the uh, uh, clicks um, because they make you put an Amazon link in. And all the, I think I said this last week, all the other things that you can track, they give you the number of links. So I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with it yet, um, but I'm gonna keep, I have two more weeks left on my demo. So we're gonna see how it goes. And then finally book formatting in terms of my, my marketing here, my news. Um, so you know that I have been trying to figure out a better way to format my books. Drafted Digital mm -hmm. is 90% of what I want. There's one thing I don't like, and that's how it formats the uh, chapter headings. If you have like subheadings or if you have mm -hmm. images, um, they're not, I wish there was more of a free form for them that doesn't exist. And um, then you have the vellum that you have mm -hmm. where I have to pretty much bother you every time I want something and I don't want to do that. Not a bother. It, well, it is because the last time I asked you, you didn't have your computer and I wanted it done now. It was like the, the <laughs> so world revolves. You. <laughs> yeah. So I did it through draft to digital, right? It doesn't bother me or it doesn't bother you. It bothers me. And, uh, so then I was listening to, again, six figure authors. I was listening to them yesterday, no Friday, um, on my way home from the golf that I did do, which I'll get into in a second. And, uh, one of the guys, Joe Lala, who's a host in there, he's actually a programmer. He used to be a programmer in his, his re previous job. And he always talks about how whenever he wants something, he just writes it. And I thought, why can't I write this? Maybe there's, maybe there's a, a third-party tool that I can load into my Visual Studio where I can import something from Word and then export it as a Mobi or an EPUB. And then if that works, maybe I can bring it in and let people um, freeform what, write what they want to write and then export it. And that'd be great. So on Friday night, I opened up Visual Studio and I pulled some different third-party things in there. And there are some that are available. They were a bit complicated. I know me and I know I'm not going to take the time to learn it. Although if something <laughs> would have, if something would have worked right off the bat, like no problem, I, I probably would put some time into it. But that would have all come crumbling to a halt because today I was reading Facebook 20 books um, thread and I saw someone ask, hey, you know, what, what do you guys use to forward for, uh, format your books? And everybody said the same thing you always see, draft the digital, Vellum, um, somebody mentioned Scrivener, somebody mentioned Word, but then somebody mentioned Readsy. And I did oh. not know that Readsy had a free book formatting tool. So I spent about two hours today from 11 to about one o'clock formatting book one on the Readsy tool. And it does everything I wanted to do with the exception of it, well, there's two problems. Number one, it doesn't have the ability to put those pictures between mm -hmm. the chapter heading name and the, the actual subtitle or the text or yeah. whatever. But that is probably the lowest thing that I care about when it comes to that. So mm -hmm. I don't care about that. Um, so I formatted my ebook through Readsy. Took me again, took me about two hours because I had to load everything in, go through every chapter. It, it didn't like a couple of the things I did in Word when I did some formatting. So uh, but it's done and it has been published. And now I'm probably at some point next weekend going to go through book two and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy about this because now I have, have that. Now the, the issue that came up was when I went to do the paperback and everything went great with the paperback, except for there's a point where you um, select the size of your book 
And mine is uh, 5.25 by eight. They only Mm -hmm. have four options and 5.25 by eight is not one of them. So Mm -hmm. I was not able to do the paperback through Readsy. I might send them an email or a tweet and just ask them, hey, do you guys, are you guys working on this? Is this something I'll be able to do at some point? Because I would love to be able to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. If I can just do it all through Readsy, it's free. It gave me, what I like about it is it gave me the ability to actually go into the text and type and push buttons that's something you can't do in draft to digital, but I could do in vellum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very happy to be able to do it in read C. So if you're looking for a format or if you're struggling like me to find something in windows where maybe you have a sister that you don't want to bother um, <laughs> who has vellum, then please feel free to check out read C. Um, again, it's free. It was pretty, it took me about two hours, but what's nice is now it's there. So the next time I want to make a change to it, I don't have to go in and for two, I just go to make that change and republish it and it's done. And be done. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of 20 books, I saw someone post and I didn't, you know, at the time I didn't really read this very much. I didn't mark down the name. I have no idea who it was, when it was. I just thought back to it um, when I was typing the outline this morning that somebody had posted that, you know, it seemed to them like, Hey, there's a lot of successful people on here. Wish I was one of them. Yeah. And cause you see there's, there's like, I, I think I've heard Mark Dawson talk about this before where there are people who will post like, Oh my God, I had my best month ever. And I made this much money. And I think there's like this group of people that get annoyed by that because they're not doing as well. And then there's this other group of people like me, who's like, Oh, that's awesome. You did it. That means I can do it too. Exactly. Yeah. And, I'm in your I, group. Yeah. And I, I get both sides. Like I understand yeah. that if you see that over and over again and you're working hard and you're not, you're not being su- what you call successful, then it, I could see that it would annoy you or make you want to stop visiting the thread or whatever. And it started making me think today, like what, like, why doesn't it bother me? And I'm pretty sure the reason it doesn't bother me is because I'm what we call in the poker. Um, I don't know what word to use group poker. Girl world. Thank you. I'm a grinder. Um, that's how I view my writing career, um, where I go out there and I publish book one and maybe I make a couple sales, but I have one book and I'm still trying to figure out how to write and, and I'm learning all this, how to market. And then I put book two out there and now I've had, I had a really, I had my best month ever. And I'm probably on my way to my second best month ever, but it's still not very much money. I mean, it was like $120 and in, in October, I'm hoping to hit a hundred dollars. And in November, it'll probably go down, even though I want it to be more. And then when mm-hmm. book three comes out, I bet it's even more. And you just kind of, it reminds me of when I used to go to Vegas um, back, I don't know, it was so long ago was when I used to be able to go to Vegas, um, <laughs> where I would sit down at a poker table at like 11 a.m. And I'd sit there until like 7 p.m. And I would sit for eight hours. I'd eat at the table because they'd have waitresses. And I would mm-hmm. just win like $10 here, $15 there. Then I would lose like $3, then lose five. And, and I would never win any giant pots. And I ne- would never lose any giant pots. I would just grind out $300 for that eight hours and, and have a fun doing it. And, and I didn't lose money. So it was a good time. And I kind of feel like that's what's going on here with these books is I'm going to have book one be okay. And book two is going to be a little better. And book three is going to be a little better. And then at some point, five years from now, when I have 10, 15 books out there, um, it's going to be good. It's going to be like a full-time job or, or a, a decent income. I believe it was speaking back... I guess this, this week's theme for me is the, the six figure authors and Joe Lalo. He talked yesterday when I was listening to the, the end of the podcast, how when he put his first book out there, every time he would make a sale, he would equate it to, Hey, I can go buy myself a Coke. And then <laughs> at some point with more books, he was like, Oh, I can pay my, my internet bill now. 
And then a little bit later it was, oh, I can pay all my bills now. And then it became, oh, I can do a down payment on a house. That's kind of how I'm looking at this where, you know, I think I've made at least a dollar 25 every day in the month of October. Maybe I might've missed out on a couple of the days, but I've had day, I think I've had at least a dollar 25 every day with the exception of maybe one or two. So I made $5 um, in October. Yeah. I'm, I'm at like $82. Although I made a sale today that hasn't counted, hasn't counted yet. And I don't know why. Um, so I think uh, that's kind of what I'm, I'm having. It. And, and it made me try to figure out what my definition of success, of success was. And I don't really have a definition of success. I, I think as long as I'm able to keep publishing books right now, that's my definition. You know, I'm working on Yesterday, I finished a chapter. That was awesome. I started and finished a chapter in the same day. Made me so happy. That to me is like successful. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, that'll change when I have more books out there. But right now, I'm just happy to be, be writing every day. Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, and I, this is completely so I can go take a drink because I've been talking so long. I'm wondering if you can kind of define what success is to you right now at this moment, not like my future, but like what to yeah. you makes you feel like you su- you succeeded in something. I finished the book and it's out there for other people to read. Um, I, that's a huge success because writing is hard. It's not, you know, like I've said it before, when I first started this, I thought I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a book. And next thing I know, I have you know, 85,000 words and a nice little story. It wasn't a book. It was just a nice little story. So just the fact that I finished it um, makes me feel successful because I know there's people out there. I, I hear people say, you know, I have these great ideas for a book, but oh, I just don't have the, the patience or I don't have the knowledge or whatever to actually write it down. So just knowing that I did something that so many people struggle with um, is success. Yeah, I wonder if... um. I wonder if people that say that where they're like, and I used to say this too, where you're like, I, you know, I think I want to write a book. You don't understand how hard it really is until you actually sit down to do it. It's, or, you I think mean, it's just a- let, let's just say, you know, Judy Schmo out there um, says, I have a story. I'm going to write a book. So she does what I did. And she wrote 86,000 words of a nice little story. And then she's like, Oh, I wrote a book. She doesn't have someone like our mom who says, this is not a book. This is just a nice little story, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think my success going forward, like to, to continue feeling successful would be to keep earning more each month. Um, And I went backwards. I earned the most in August. I earned pretty good in September and I've earned $5 in October. So I don't consider that a success, but I'm also learning and moving forward with gaining that knowledge to change that around. So I'm opening up my, um, I'm opening up the spreadsheet I put together last week that had how much I earned my first three months. Yeah. So just know that you destroyed me. I'm sure. Cause you had a lot of people buy your book that I did not have. So I made $51 in my first month. I did, I published it on July 4th. And you destroyed that number. I know you did. It was like five, six times that. Was it more? Oh, your number is just so cute. Yeah, I know. Um, in my second <laughs> month, I made nine. I made nine dollars and eighty-six cents in my second month. Oh, that's adorable. Five dollars and ten cents my third month. So we're on par oh, in we're month on par three, third right? Month. <laughs> Finally, jeez. Um, I made ninety-two dollars in the in, in two thousand nineteen total. 
in that six months. I so, made zero. I spent about two thousand dollars in 2019. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. So, um, but I am way ahead of that in 2020, and yeah. uh, I'm very excited that I think 2021 is going to be good because I'm going to publish the third book sometime early in 2021. I'm going to mm. do the two novellas after that, and then put together that box set. And I have high hopes for it. I don't, you know, again, it's not going to make me thousands and thousands of dollars a month, but if it makes me, um, if I could get to a thousand dollars in one month, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be great. So anyway, um, all right. So let me go backwards. Week. Let oh. me just go backwards before you move on to last week. Um, that finding keywords via, um, Goodreads, and you can actually use this in other sites. You can use this in Amazon or whatever. It's called a data scraper or data scraper, if that's how you prefer um, to pronounce it. So you have to install the plugin on Google Chrome. Um, and there's a link, but it has like a bunch of numbers and letters. So I don't know if you want to put that in the show notes. I texted it to you. Um, you visit the page where you want to gather the data from and you click on the instant data scrapper icon. Um, and, and according to these notes, you may have to refresh the page if Chrome prompts you to do so, because it's not a perfect system. Um, but once you're inside there, you um, check the information um, the plugin has crawled. And if it's the list you want, then you click locate the next button, which it says right on data scraper, it says um, locate next button. And so you click on that and then you can just keep clicking next and it'll keep just gathering the information. And then once you have all the keywords you want, you can click on either CSV or um, the XLSX for Excel spreadsheet. And you can download the file and open it in um, Excel or Google Sheets. And then you would wanna make sure you sort it so that it takes out any parentheses or periods or dashes or ellipses or anything because Google or because Amazon advertising doesn't like that. So I have probably like 3,500 book names, 3,500 authors just from that. I mean, I could literally create 7,000 ads if I did one keyword per um, with using that data scraper. Wow. So, but, and you're only creating them with like 150 keywords per ad, right? Yes, that's um, Brian Cohen's advice. He also says keep the bids low uh, for one book, 30 cents for multiple books, 35 cents. So oh, like yours cool. would be 35 cents because you have multiple books. Now mine have been going for, it'll be two weeks tomorrow and I've spent a dollar eight. So 30 cents. So mine, all the ads I do right now are 15 cents. So what I'll do is I'll redo mine today after, after we're done here and I get this posted, I'll redo mine for, um, for 30 cents and I'll, I'll try to create a few and we'll just see like this week, what kind, if I get anything out of it at all. Cause I really would love to start making sales through the Amazon ads, even if it's a little bit, because I know the Facebook ads are working and I know the book funnel yeah. story origin stuff gets me something. So I really would love to actually get some Amazon ones going too. The Amazon ads, you know, the way, the way I understand his teaching is you're not going to put up an Amazon ad and then three days later make 50 sales. You know, this is something that you work on every day. As a writer, you set aside 15 or 20 minutes to work on Amazon ads and, and it's, and it's really a marathon, not a sprint. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of time that I don't want. I would, love 20 to, minutes. I would love to say I don't have, because certainly I do because at 7 30, when I'm sitting on the couch with my dog watching YouTube videos, 
being annoyed about the ads on YouTube nowadays, I could probably just take 15 minutes and do whatever yeah. it is I have to do. So you what, could, and, what do you, you do? and you collect, I have, I have um, Excel spreadsheets with, with the keywords in them, which I'm going to put them into one. I just haven't taken the time to do it yet. And I literally copy and paste. It takes, oh, I don't know, 45 seconds to create one ad. And if I'm going to do 10 a week, it's going to take me less than 10 minutes to create those ads because I'm literally copying and pasting. What are you, um, what are you doing for 15 minutes every day? Is that creating ads or is that something, are you evaluating them? Are you looking at the numbers? What are you doing yeah. in that 15, 20 minutes? Well, I mean, I don't take 15 to 20 minutes every day because I don't have, I only have 30 ads, but if I have, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, hundred, whatever, I'm going to take a look at it and see which ones, which keywords aren't really working. Um, I'm just not there yet. You know, Brian Cohen says, you don't start doing that until you have 100 clicks and I'm, I'm, I have seven. So as far as, I mean, I could create 10 ads every day. He suggested 10 ads a week. Um, last week I created, I think 15 because I was just sitting here. I was kind of stuck in my writing. Um, my Apple TV box was frozen and I was trying to restart it. So I just created like five ads just because I was sitting here. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So yeah, more ads talk next week, I think, where we talk about this. That's good. Um, I like this. Okay. So uh, let's see. Last week, last week, um, similar to every other week that I'm in, um, Sunday, I watched football most day. Then I worked on some different book brush videos. I sent you a couple of them, see mm -hmm. which one you liked better. And those are going to be my Facebook ads. Uh, once I get that going again, uh, Monday through Friday, I pretty much wrote every day. Uh, at lunch, which was good. I'm still working through my set, my, my section of the, 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 this book that I'm calling the game. It's act, it's segment two of act one. Um, and it's going well. I think I said last week that I feel like I have to write three or four different escape rooms and that's complicated. I'm also trying to figure out how I'm going to, um, format each chapter. Like I originally had written chapter six with all the different characters, POVs, all in that chapter with like the three asterisks between each paragraph or each, each section. And mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure how I want to do it. Do I want to separate those out into multiple chapters? I don't know yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to write the whole thing and then take a look at it and see if I, you know, read through it and see if I need to separate it. Maybe it's good as all one chapter. I have no idea, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. Then I wrote the next chapter already. And um, you know, that's, it's going slow, but it's going and, and I'm happy about that. So we'll see how, how much I can get done this week. Um, Let's see third. Oh, so, so every day except Friday at lunch, because Friday it's probably the last nice day we had. It's, it was about 75 degrees. It was super windy, but it wasn't raining and I wanted to golf one more time. So I, I worked a short day, seven to three, I worked through lunch. So I still got my eight hours in, but at three o'clock I shut the laptop and went to the golf course here locally. And the reason I never really talk about when I do that in, in the numbers is Number one, I, I don't think you could take much more than I already talk about when it comes to golf, but <laughs> number two, it's because I usually just practice. So I hit multiple shots per tee. I don't really keep score. Um, I know that I did really well on seven of the nine holes and really, really bad on two of them. So, um, wow, nice catch. So the Browns just took the lead. I didn't expect that to happen. Um, wow. I'm surprised because it was really bad. Um, so so that's, but I did do that Friday and then we were supposed to go off Saturday morning and we didn't because uh, it just rained all week up there and the golf course was a swamp. I got a text on Friday that said, if it doesn't rain again, we'll, we'll try to play. And like 10 minutes later, it started raining. So 
that was pretty much the, at the end of that. that. Was so, out. And then I looked this Saturday and, you know, it's supposed to be not raining, but between like seven and 10, it's going to be in the high twenties. So yeah, what? I don't, I don't, I'm okay. Golfing in the high thirties, maybe into the, the, what? I'm not golfing in the high twenties. I don't care how dry it is. So, uh, no. so I, I think we may be done with our Saturday morning, 18 holes and, uh, but we'll see. I, I don't know. We'll see. So, um, let's see third. Okay. So Thursday, let's talk about Thursday night. So, um, I don't, okay. So Monday I had a guy come out. Um, and give me an, uh, take a look at what I wanted to do behind my house where my golf simulator is. Cause I want to build building built around it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you all the numbers, even though it's like personal finance. I don't care. It makes me laugh. So, <laughs> so, uh, this, and this goes into my debt repayment plan anyway. So, um, so he came out, we, we talked about what I wanted, um, there were two options. Number one, we can build a a structure, a three walled structure where my current golf net is. That's the same height with a nice sloping roof that the rain will not hurt. And I can actually stand out there in the rain because there'll be walls around me and a roof over me and the rain won't get into Mm -hmm. me and it'll be darker so I can use my projector. I mean, it's really cool. But then I said, well, here, what if we did this? What if we added a little bit more cement right here and we made it five feet wider? How much would that cost? So on Thursday night, he sent me the quotes. Quote one was $2,500 and I'm sorry. Yeah. And quote two was $3,800. Okay. So naturally I went with the second one, the higher one, of course, um, because I want what I want. And you know, so what the, so what I did was I did, I I took my, my quarterly bonus that comes this week is still going to go towards my credit card. My paycheck in November is still going towards my credit card. And by the end of November, my credit card balance, the remaining item in my debt repayment, the balance should be $500. That's it. Or $600. That's all. And then in December, when I get paid, I pay it off. So by the end of Uh by December 15th, I have no more credit card debt. Nice. So then I went in and borrowed against my 401k because that's what you do. Oh, Gary. No, listen to me now. Just listen, just listen. So I borrowed $4,000 and two things about that. Number one that I always like is that when you borrow against your 401k and you pay yourself back, you're paying yourself back with interest. So that interest goes back to you. So I'm very happy about that. But just listen, get that look off your face. I can't, in January, but... in January, I get paid and I get a, a quarterly bonus. The 4,000 gets paid off right there. So this gets paid off by the end of January and I can go in and pay it all back at once, one lump sum. So what I'm doing is I'm taking my, my debt that I have that I'm trying to repay and I'm only extending it out by one month but I'm getting what I want now instead of waiting until January. The whole point behind this is to use this over the winter to get better so that when March rolls around, I have the money. I I mean, I have, I've been practicing all winter. So I'm very excited about this and there's nothing you can say right now. That's going to bring me down because I'm really happy about this. I'm not saying uh, anything and it will be paid off (laughs) by the end of January. So it's not a big, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's it's yeah. I've already budgeted for it. I already know where all the money is going. So I'm okay there. Okay. Um, so that was Thursday night. So Friday I did all the loan stuff and the money will be here this week and he'll start building it in a couple of weeks once the supplies all come. And, uh, I'm pretty damn happy about that. So now I've got my toy for the winter, which is nice. I'm happy for you. I was thinking about if we come down there for Christmas and I was thinking about maybe bringing my golf clubs and, uh, maybe playing a course down there. Yeah. Are there, I assume there's a course like on the base down there. I have no idea. Uh, Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. So, so maybe I can get Jeremy out there. We can play nine holes. He has a glove. He has a, a glove, a golf glove. Yeah, I don't even. I don't he actually has two because his dad bought him one when we lived in Hawaii, and he, they went golfing. And then when his dad came out the next time, 
Kian wanted to go golfing again. So Jeremy's like, oh, okay, we'll go. But we couldn't find his golf glove. And so Tom, his dad bought him another one. And then when we moved, we found both of them. The, but does he have golf clubs? No. Oh, so he just has a glove. That's it. Uh-huh. And actually I have a picture of him golfing the last time when we wow. lived, it was right before we moved and he was wearing flip-flops and he had to sign a, like a form because he didn't have clothes to shoot. <laughs> They actually, um, they make golf sandals that I want to get one of these days. I remember my friend Bill used to have them back when we used to golf and yeah. uh, I, I, they look comfortable. And I guess if it's 85 degrees outside, it probably feels good. Um, mm. I golfed in Florida a couple of times when I lived there in the nineties and uh, we had to go out, we'd have to get there at like 6.15 and be done by like nine o'clock before the sun came up because it was so mm. hot. I don't know how you guys yeah how you do that. So, okay. So Saturday, let's see. Didn't golf. Like I said, so I did something I hadn't done in a couple months on Saturday. I went to Chick-fil-A in the morning. Now they're still not open though, which so I just went through the drive-thru and drove home. And, um, you didn't sit in the parking lot in your car and pretend I should take my laptop and get a couple yeah. words. in. I should have for old time's sake. But, uh, and I came <laughs> home and I worked on, on the chapter that I said, I started and finished all in the same day. Uh, it's funny again, back to, back to the six figure author podcast. One of them said in the, in the, when I was listening yesterday, no Friday, one of them said something to the effect of take what you do and do that more. It reminds me of back in the eighties. We would, I, I don't know. I don't know if you were an Alf fan like I was, but I, I remember well, was I don't, Alf, nobody was a fan like you were. I had that big poster of Alf for president. Yeah. Oh, I'd vote for him this time. Um, who, <laughs> He'd be better president. <laughs> yeah. Um, than any of them. Um, so I, I, um, he said, I remember he said one day, he said, find the things that you're not good at and don't do them. And I thought that's brilliant advice. So they were talking about how you you take the things that you're good at. So the mom has told me many times that my biggest strength in writing is dialogue. And in my writer's uh, club last two weeks ago, um, Mallory told me, she said, you know, when you wrote that chapter, the first part of it, when they're outside, she's like, I was really feeling it. That was a really great description. Everything worked. She goes, then you sent him inside and I didn't get anything at all. Like I didn't feel anything at all. And I'm like, okay, so I'm really good at writing outside. That's pretty cool. So this chapter I wrote yesterday was outside with a lot of dialogue. So just, oh, okay. I think it's probably a really good chapter. Um, yeah. So that's what I did yesterday. Today um, I did the Reedsy stuff. I'm watching some football as we speak right now, watching my quarterback throw a 15 yard pass, which is to my receiver, which is nice. And um, after we're done, I'm going to work on the ad stuff. I'm going to work on the, the book brush. So just all of my stuff that I do on Sundays for marketing. And along with that, I have to clean my house, although it's pretty good shape right now, uh, which is good. So that was my week last week. Um, does it match how yours was? Is there anything similar at all? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, Monday I taught four classes and then after the kids got on the bus, Anna and I did yoga and then I came home and did a lower body workout. Um, I watched Brian Cohen's Amazon ad challenge videos and I created more ads key and went back to school. So I just reveled in the peace and quiet and cleanliness. I feel like your um, Monday was you just like sitting around, like just sitting there, just listening to the nothing. Yeah, I yeah. did that. I walked around the the house, like I left my office and I walked through the living room and the kitchen, just looking at no toys. Everything was quiet and put away and not, you know, constantly being messed up. Um, Tuesday, I taught two classes. Um, after the bus, we walked two miles and then I came home, did a bicep tricep workout. Um, it was the last day of the Amazon ad challenge. Uh, so I 
watched those videos and did that work. Um, I did work on book two, um, mostly polishing chapter one. And then I created more Amazon ads. Um, Wednesday, I taught four classes. Um, after the bus, Anna and I did yoga. And then I came home and did a chest and back workout. Um, and then Anna and I went to the antique mall here in town, which is absolutely humongous. There is some good stuff in there. I actually found two things. I bought one. Well, I bought two things that I really like. There was this little, um, uh, a 1950s telephone table. So it's this little table where you used to set your telephone and then it has a drawer where you put your telephone book, but it's wide enough that, um, you could put like a drink or I guess back in the fifties, you know, your ashtray and cigarettes. Um, but it was priced at $75 and it's just this little wooden table. It has like a little magazine rack under it. You're folded up like, newspaper. Oh, this would be perfect for beside my chair in my office. And Anna's like, Oh, that's exactly what you've been looking for. And then I looked at the price. It was 75 bucks. Wow. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's out of my price range. I wouldn't pay that much for this table. And the lady who runs the place, she came out and she's like, well, now let me look, just let's see how long it's been here. She said, the longer things are here, the more I want them gone. So she looked at the little tag and she said, oh, it got here in January. And I said, wow, almost a year. And uh, she goes, well, maybe I can drop the price a little bit. And I said, well, I don't know that you're going to drop it as low as I am willing to pay. And she goes, $25. And I said, wow, deal. <laughs> nice. So now I have this cute little table. It's perfect. Um, and I love it. But we walked around there for a couple of hours. We went and had lunch, which was nice. A little bit of normalcy. Um, so that was. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I taught uh, three classes. And then after the bus, we did another two mile walk. I came home and did a really short shoulder workout. And then I worked on book two. Friday, I only have one class, did yoga and an ab workout, worked on book two. And just, I, I took the afternoon off, basically. I just kind of watched TV. I took a little nap in my chair um, and just enjoyed the quiet time. Yesterday, I did laundry. I worked on book two. Um, our friends came from Ohio. So I spent the rest of the day visiting with them. Um, and then today I made French toast for breakfast. And then um, Debbie and I, she's our, she's our guest. We took the dog for a walk um, and we've just been visiting. Um, it's really nice. We haven't seen them in a while. So it's nice to have them here. They unfortunately have to go home on Monday, um, which stinks, but hopefully, you know, we'll see them again soon. Um, so after the podcast, I'm just going to hang out with them and maybe do some food prep for the week. I have a recipe for these um, like protein carrot cake balls that I think I'm going to make. Do you like carrot cake? I don't, I'm going to say no, but it's possible. I don't remember the last time I actually had it. So oh, my, my default, my, my, my go-to answer is always no. When someone says, do you like this? <laughs> So it's possible that I would taste it and like it. I, I just don't remember ever having it. Yeah, it's my ultimate favorite cake, but I have a recipe for these little protein balls that taste like carrot cake. So I might make those. Um, I'm going to make a balsamic chicken for dinner uh, in the next couple of hours. But um, that's that was my week as far as running list of future things to do. Same as always work on book two and continue to learn how to advertise in a more productive way, which I have been doing Um but I'm going to keep it on there because I, I haven't, you know, I haven't perfected it. So I just need to keep working. Um, mine is uh, same as always also getting, getting my books up for autographs, uh, autograph versions to be sold. Um, I did get an email from, from the Kindle printer, Dave Chesson, 
uh, a couple days ago. I saved it. I haven't read it yet, but it, the title of it is literally how to sell your books on your website. And I'm oh, really hoping that go. it just, yeah, I'm hoping it actually tells me step-by-step. This is what you do. Um, that would really <laughs> Hold make my life, hand and show yeah, me exactly, how to do this. <laughs> exactly. That would make my life easy. Also uh, newsletters, just keep getting better at them. Uh, I'm going to send another one out next weekend because I have the story origin and the book funnel promos starting. And in that one, I'm going to talk about my main character in book one, who he's based off of. It's not going to be anyone that you expected. And it may not be anyone you've heard of because it's, it's a character from a very, very not well-known movie from like 20 years ago that as the movie goes on, the main character gets creepier and creepier. And that's when it kind of gets away from my main character. But in the beginning, that's how I always pictured him uh, as I was writing. Are you going to tell us the movie or no? No, not now. You have to wait. Oh, okay. okay. I'll tell you the movie, but I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it. I'll tell you the movie. Who cares? Um, the movie is called Art School Confidential. Oh, never heard of it. And it's with, I don't even remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but uh, the main character in that is this kid who's like shy and, and, and kind of la- not laid back, but in the background all the time. And yeah. um, so that's, um, yeah, that's based off of him, but I'm, I'm going to put that on a newsletter. Probably put it on my Facebook page too. So in terms of my addicted to, Um, I don't really have a whole lot this week that I was addicted to. I didn't do much in the evenings. I just kind of piddle around watching YouTube. I watched a lot of community again. I'm into season two and I'm excited about getting to the end of season two because that has the two part paintball episode, which is two of my favorite half hours of television. Um, and other than that, there really wasn't anything that, that I was really addicted to. The Mandalorian starts tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Um, so yeah. Um, as far as mine, it's just trying to stick to my daily schedule and fit everything in and fit in a nap. I I feel like I need to adjust so that I can, even if I just take an hour a day, just to not work, just a nap. Um, that'll be good. Uh, maybe this week, Monday, tomorrow, I teach three classes and Keen goes back to school. Um, since since Debbie, Debbie and Lou have to leave in the morning, um, I'll probably come home after the bus and then go back over to Anna's later uh, to do our yoga. Um, and then I just want to work on book two. Uh, Tuesday, I teach two classes. We're going to walk. I'll do a bicep tricep workout, work on book two. Wednesday, I teach four classes. I'll do yoga, chest and back workout, work on book two. Thursday, I teach two classes, walk and do a shoulder exercise, work on book two and meal plan for next week. Um, Friday, I teach one class. I'll do yoga and ab workout and work on book two. Saturday is laundry. I order groceries. I catch up on whatever I'm behind from, you know, from during the week. And then it's also Halloween. So, um, we are trick or treating in our neighborhood. I don't know if our city is going to try to cancel it or whatever, but our neighborhood just decided that the city doesn't dictate whether our kids dress up and walk around the neighborhood begging for candy. So we're going to. Um, so that'll be fun. We'll probably go down to Anna's and, um, what we usually, well, I usually, this is the first year that Jeremy will be here for Halloween since we moved here. He's been deployed or TDY or something every year. Um, so I put a note on the door that says, Hey, see us at, you know, Anna's address. And, um, we just go down there and set up lawn chairs in her driveway and hand out candy there. Um, and then Sunday podcast and food prep, Jeremy's aunt and cousin are supposed to come anytime between like the 28th and the second or something, but we haven't heard. Um, he works for the government doing some pretty heavy stuff and 
he's away from home a lot and he just got home the other day. So I don't know that he um, knows when it's going to be. And it may be a last minute thing, which is fine. Um, but at some point they're going to be here. So um, we'll be visiting with them as well. But that's my week. Uh, mine is very similar to last week. This will be the last week I work from home. Uh, the following week, I'm back in the office for just one week. And then I think I'm probably working from home the rest of the year, which is nice. But uh, so this week is, um, you know, 90 minute lunches every day, 90 uh, writing and plotting, still working on that game segment. I'm guessing it's going to continue to, you know, I'm going to continue to be working on it because it's going to take me some time. Uh, but I'm getting words and I'm really happy about that. Uh, Saturday, I'd like to golf in the morning, but I'm probably not going to because uh, of the weather. So I'll probably write in the morning Saturday instead of the evening, or maybe I'll do both. I don't know. We'll see how things are going at that time. Sunday mm -hmm. podcast football, and I'll go over the marketing because that will be November 1st. And I want to make sure that my November is set up and ready to go. Um, and that's pretty much my week. It's pretty boring this week. You, um, you left something out. What did I leave out? You haven't um, finished reading my book yet. Oh, no, I'm still reading it. It's slow. It's slow going for me, but I'm reading it. Don't worry. Is the book slow or is your reading slow? It's my reading Let's slow. Clarify this. <laughs> no, my, no, my reading is slow. I don't read like I used to. Yeah. Um, I used to read a lot. And I, I, I'm not sure why. Um, I do have one idea of why, but I don't really want to say it on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to say that. But um. But I, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm just a slow reader. I don't read like I used to. I, I, what I do is I read when I go to bed for the most part now. But if I go to bed late, then I don't read. I just go to sleep. But if I go to bed early, so it just depends on, you know, Big Brother was on four times last week. So I went to bed a little bit later than I, than I usually do. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, it's just new, me. It's not you, it's me. I have two, new, uh, <laughs> two new reviews on Amazon oh, nice. um, since last week. And both of them talk about how they just kind of blew through it because it was so good oh good that's a nice feeling yeah. yeah so i'm up to right. 17 ratings on amazon nice just for the paperback five i think for the yeah the, five the, for the prequel they're not combined together i thought they were combined together i mean yeah the paperback and the kindle edition but i have five for the prequel and 17 for book one that's kind of what i meant to say. there you go <laughs> all right well do you have anything else no i don't think so all right. That is the end of the podcast for today and this week, episode number 100. Thanks for celebrating with us in style. We really <laughs> didn't do anything, but uh, if you want to contact me, you can find me jerryevanoff.com. Email me jerry at jerryevanoff.com. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, jerry25 on Twitter. Just search my name, Jerry Evanoff author on Facebook. And then I'm in those other places too that I never do anything on. You can find me at lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me, lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook, Lindsay Evanoff Author. Same with Instagram, at Lindsay Evanoff Author, and Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. So if you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.